0: Hey, my friend, thank you for being here. I have faith that you're doing great. And welcome to another episode of The Chit Show, where we consciously deepen our inner peace. If this is your first episode that, that you're you're watching, my name is Ian, and I'll be your guide through this episode. And on my YouTube channel, Living the Chit Life, where we we engage and we consciously explore subjects and concepts to understand them a little bit better to go a little bit deeper and if it fits if it resonates i invite you to uh, embrace those concepts exercises and ideas and put them into action in your own life that's what i do i explore a bunch of subjects i read i i take courses i test out some uh, some exercises and some theories and whatever sticks, I, I, I end up um, uh, keeping and applying in my life. And what doesn't resonate, what doesn't fit, I just push aside and move forward. So what we're going to do uh, this, uh, this evening on this episode is explore another, uh, another concept, the self-worth theory. So it's a concept, it's a theory that is uh, well known in the the psychology field and we're gonna explore a little bit of the uh the uh, overall uh concept and uh i'm gonna give my 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 twist on it not my twist that's not the right word but my uh <laughs> my um my interpretation of it and what i think the 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 level or where we should or where we would benefit to go a little bit deeper to add a little bit uh, of a something at the at the end of that theory the whole theory makes sense but uh for me there's a piece missing that we would greatly benefit to uh, to add on to it so olivia hello ian queenie and everyone thank you for being here Olivia Queenie is uh I think she's still uh, undercover <laughs> undercover today so uh probably maybe she'll be there by the end of the the show or maybe next week but thank you for thank you for being here all right so 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 I hope that you you had a, a great week uh that you're you you know you're you're uh what what uh, <laughs> what do I want to say? Like I hope that you're thriving. Uh, as I've shared in a couple of uh, uh, not the, not the Chicho episodes, but on the Saturdays, we do a sadhana Saturday, which is a, an online, a virtual gathering to get back into our practice, to really uh, do some exercise. Let's take an hour on the Saturday morning, Saturday, 11, uh, Eastern time, my time. And we deep dive into the exercises and it's it's a moment that we gather and we practice, we come back to our practice and whatever comes up, comes up and it uh, uh, it helps, you know, some some exercises might resonate, some don't. And that's great. That's fine. You just go with what uh, what resonates and then you can go deeper into the into your practice. I've I've shared for the last couple of uh, Saturdays that my my the month of May for me has been a very interesting one but challenging <laughs> in so many ways and um, the uh, I hope that uh, like I, I I yeah I hope that for you you're you're embracing those moments of of you know challenge or struggle or <laughs> there's uh, I like to say that. There's always a a lesson to be learned. Everything happens for a reason, and there's always a lesson to be learned. And part of that lesson is to uh, put the the light or the focus on ourselves at some point. like Sometimes it's not super uh, (laughs) evident or easy to do, but we need to do it. We must do it. And it, for a very specific reason, and I'll I'll rewrap to that uh, towards the end because it that's the little bit of that little extra that I think uh, we we greatly benefit if we add to that add on to the the self uh, uh, self uh, worth theory. So I'm gonna let it on suspense <laughs> until the. The point four or point five uh, in the uh, in today's episode, but I hope that uh, uh, yeah, I, I, I wish you a really you know simple and fulfilling life. And when the struggles come up, I really uh, I'm sending you good vibes so you embrace those struggle and challenges because they're there for a reason, and we'll see a little bit uh, later why they they are there all right uh Deanne hello Ian Olivia and everyone who will join us thank you for being here Deanne always a a pleasure to connect virtually all right so let's jump into the the actual show with the self-worth Theory so let let me know in the in the chat or in the comments below if you're watching the this replay because the, the chit show is live every sunday 7 p.m eastern time that is my uh, time zone so if you're not live and you're watching in the replay let me know in the comments if you've heard of the self-worth theory and if so what you think about it or if you if, if you don't care that's a great <laughs> that's a good answer too <laughs> let me know what you what you uh what you've heard of it then but for you how it, it resonates like obviously now you have the most of it in the little uh, bubbles there at the bottom but uh, uh let me know what uh, what comes to mind when you're you're you see that the self-worth theory it's a theory that's really popular in psychology for um, for motivation and motivation and as we'll we'll see um uh, to, uh, overcome procrastination. I find that the self-worth theory, it's really, um, it's really powerful and it's very valid, very relevant. The, the part that's missing for me is that the self-worth theory from my, my understanding and my perspective seem to be really logic. Like it's it's prob- that's probably why it's super popular in the psychology. <laughs> it, it's really logic, and I find that it's all in the uh, all in the understanding. But there's not really a a part where there's the uh, the the passion or the you know the, the emotional stuff that comes up. So you'll see and understand what I what I'm uh, what I'm referring to when we go through it a little bit deeper. All right. Olivia never heard of it looking forward to learning about it this evening and seeing that little blurb though my first thought question is what constitutes an accomplishment surely that is different for each person that's that is part of the little bit that is missing in that uh, <laughs> in that theory so great great catch there Olivia thank you for for uh, pointing that out the in a in a nutshell, obviously it's much larger than that. But in a nutshell, the self worth theory is based on the 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 uh, the fact not the fact, but the the pre preposition is that the presupposition I think something like that that right here whoop right here <laughs> one's accomplishments establish one's worth so our self worth is based on our accomplishments and like uh, Olivia pointed out an accomplishment is different for everybody uh, you know like my list if i if uh, i ask to uh, like draw a list uh, draw out or uh, list out our accomplishments My list obviously is going to be different than yours, and even our understanding and perspective or perception of accomplishments can uh, uh, differ from one person to the other. Obviously, that because it is self worth, it's deeply personal. So, but the idea is that we establish our self worth based on our accomplishments before we go one step deeper into into that more on what that theory uh, uh, shares or points out more specifically just that concept for me it's it's a little bit well as i said there's something missing because do you know somebody that from your perspective or even from their perspective that is highly accomplished has accomplished a bunch of stuff through their lives, and still doesn't really highly value themselves. So, I I I know well I'm the first one. <laughs> I, I know that uh, you know I I don't uh, I, I don't put myself worth. I don't I don't uh, evaluate myself. I don't give myself a, a value based on what I have accomplished in the past. So it's not for me anyway, it's not the number of accomplishments, not the list of accomplishments, it's how each accomplishment, how I I accomplished those accomplishments. So I can have a bunch, like a, a laundry list of accomplishments and saying like, yes, I did this, I did this, I did that, I did that. And then out of, you know, maybe a list of a hundred, then if I can come up with a hundred, uh, items that I accomplish, then my, uh, my value will be a hundred. So for me, it doesn't really make sense. There's a piece missing. The foundation is, is good. If for me, it seems relevant that yes, we, to give ourselves worth, to give ourselves a certain value, we need to do something so the accomplishment bit is from my perspective is on the right track but there's a piece uh, a piece missing i'm sure that now by now you're <laughs> you really want to know what's that piece uh, that missing piece <laughs> quick uh, quick comment olivia exactly i could think of many people who have uh who have what would be thought of as a great as great accomplishments but may not have the self-worth to match that list and uh yeah definitely like they, uh, so many and we'll see we'll see that in the uh, oh, you're probably hearing the the uh, the siren back here uh we, we'll see that in like autobiographies or you know uh, uh documentaries that the subject of the autobiography or the sub- the, the the documentary is a really well accomplished person by any level of perception, but somewhere in the, the, the biography or the documentary or whatever the story, they doubted themselves sometimes at the beginning, sometimes even throughout and they still doubt themselves. So it's not, uh, for me that, uh, Again, there's a piece missing. <laughs> basing basing our self worth on what we accomplish, for me, it's it seems it feels like it's part of uh, mostly part of the ego. And we talked about the ego a couple of weeks back, and uh, the, the the subject. If you want to check that video later, uh, it, it is uh, how to avoid or avoiding the ego, or how to avoid the ego, and i share in that video in that episode that we do not the the idea is not to avoid the ego completely but to embrace it but if we base our self-worth because the, the 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 ego part is always wanting more you know it's always based on our reputation and what i accomplished and how i accomplished it and uh, you know, uh, how much of it I got, like, you know, more money and a bigger car and more friends and, you know, uh, a better reputation or whatever. So it's always more and more and more on the side of the ego. So with the self-worth theory, with just that main idea, it feels like the more I accomplish anything, <laughs> the more I accomplish the more my list of accomplishments is long, then I should have a higher level of self-worth. I should, like my, my value is determined by my accomplishments. So for me, it feels a bit too much on the ego side. There's, there's an emotional part, there's a passion, there's a, um, a divine part that is missing to it. So we'll come back to that uh, in a little bit, uh, Olivia. It also makes me think of those people who do things so they can say they did it, and maybe unconsciously to boost their self-worth, but still don't have much self-worth. Yeah, uh, people who chase after accomplishments rather than achieve them organically. Not quite the right word. <laughs> I understand what you're what you're saying, and that's that's the the exact thing that I'm uh, that I'm sharing that I want to point out is if my self-worth is based on the my my the the length of my list then I'm always chasing those accomplishments I'm doing I'm accomplishing stuff just to add to my list and then I can uh with a group of friends or, you know, in public or whatever, I can say, well, yes, I did this, I did that, I did that, and then being like, I'm, you know, I'm accomplished. So I give myself a perceived value. But as Olivia points out, sometimes the, the, the true self-worth doesn't match the, the value that we put out. So the, the, the inner self-worth the inner value doesn't match the outside reputation or the outside appearances so that's why I feel that the self-worth theory the concept is 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 good it's really relevant saying like to give ourselves value to boost our self-worth we have to do something but it's that something (laughs) that uh, I I feel that the uh just the accomplished accomplishment part uh falls short a little bit so let's go a little bit deeper into the um the self-worth theory to really understand how it it all works together from that point of view so <coughs> the big uh the, not the big the main equation that uh the self-worth theory comes back to is this one here so p equals a equals w and then there's a little face like what is (laughs) what does that mean so it's performance equals ability equals worth so the performance is what we're doing it's the accomplishments and from the uh, self-theory, self-worth theory point of view, the performance or our performance or our performances are based on our abilities. So we cannot perform outside of our abilities. We can, you know, we can learn, we can practice to expand our abilities or to raise our abilities maybe, but for like, if right now you're asking me to, to perform in a, an action where my abilities are low to perform that exact action, then my performance is going to fit my ability to actually perform in that action. And from a self worth theory point of view, because my, my accomplishments, so my performances or my performance my ongoing performance determines my self-worth, it means that my performance equals my ability because I cannot outperform what I can do. (laughs) You know, most of the time we underperform because we're not embracing, fully embracing our abilities. But if I embrace my abilities 100%, I cannot outperform my abilities, meaning that whatever i perform whatever i accomplish whatever i do determines my worth so again when the, as uh, olivia pointed out and as we went over it the the more the bigger the performance or the more the performances <laughs> based on my abilities then i i should technically or in theory i should have the self worth that fits with those performances. As we've already covered, it's not always the case. I know that for myself, I can have a long list of performances <laughs> that some of them were at my at the peak of my abilities, and some of them I underperformed with my uh, uh, versus the the abilities that I had. And the self-worth, the value that I give myself, from my point of view, is very, uh, very little. Uh, how do you say that? It's almost non-relevant to what I did. It's more how I did it. So, to give you an example, I um, uh, not so long ago, before pre-pandemic and <laughs> all those, all those things. I was uh, doing live presentations on stage, so conferences or trainings or whatever. And early on in my career, I was doing the exact the exact uh, uh, I was um, uh, following the exact concept of the self worth theory. So the more presentations and the more conferences I would do. I would give myself a higher value. So for me doing like my first conference or my first presentation, or in this case, my first performance on stage, I, my value was really low. Like I, there was no way I was going to charge people uh, to assist or charge the company to hire me to, uh, to give a, a presentation because my value, my self-worth was really low for that level of accomplishment. It was my first one and then two and then five and then 10. And the more I was doing in numbers, then from my point of view, my value was was getting higher because I could say, well, I'm I'm a pro. I did 25 conferences. Or I, I'm a professional or I'm a, a senior or a, uh, yeah, a senior presenter, whatever I did that many conferences within a couple of years or three years or whatever. So I was basing my value on the numbers that uh, numbers of accomplishments that I was doing in my professional field to be able to give myself a value or a certain worth. At one point it switched about, uh, I've been doing this for 16 years. So maybe, yeah, I would say maybe a decade ago, it it switched. Because I realized that how I gave myself value, how uh, I was building myself worth, was how I was doing those presentations, not how many, but how I'm going to say how good, but it's not good. It's how authentically I was showing up for those presentations. That was giving me a a valuable evaluation. That was giving me self-worth. So even if I was doing more or less presentations, when I was doing a presentation, when it, when I was walking off stage, I knew if I nailed that presentation, if I, my message came across or if it if it didn't. So those presentations, those conferences really boosted my self-worth because I knew when I was um, uh, going off stage or you know ending a, a weekend workshop or whatever, I knew that I was I just gave my 100%. I gave my all. And I, I was at the best of my abilities at that moment. So that gave me self-worth that uh, enriched my experience. And it gave me the, 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 the idea to not base my value on the numbers, but base value on the quality of the experience or the, the quality of the accomplishments that I was, uh, I was, um, accumulating. So I hope that makes a little bit of sense, <laughs> but from a, um, a self-worth theory perspective, it's based on our performances. So the more the performances, the more the self-worth the- theoretically, and our performances cannot exceed our abilities. And that piece is a little bit important because it's part of <laughs> of what uh, uh, that mysterious missing piece. All right. So, uh, if there are any questions or comments live or on the replay, put them in the in the chat below. If you have a different interpretation of the the self worth theory, please share it, and uh, we can have a, a discussion. I'm going. Uh, the self worth theory has many more aspects to it. Those are the big pieces to understand where we, uh, what we're, what we're dealing with. But uh, definitely, there. Uh, I'm sure there are uh, intricacies in the in that theory that I'm uh, oversimplifying. All right. One of the uh, quickly one way uh, of uh, from a self worth theory point of view, how to overcome procrastination is a, uh, uh it, it's, it's a, a, part of that theory that really, uh, piqued my interest because, and shameless plug, <laughs> because I wrote a book about overcoming procrastination in, uh, I originally wrote it in 2008, rewrote it and translated it with the help of a really good friend uh, here <laughs> uh, in 2017. And it is without knowing what the, exactly the, the theory I was creating that I, I put forward. It was mostly based on the self-worth theory. Uh, and I, I talk about self-worth in there. The, the idea of uh, overcoming procrastination is in the book is very similar to what the self-worth theory uh, presents is that because our uh, performance are based on our abilities and our and all of that uh, confirms our worth, our value, our self-worth, then procrastination is a self-preservation tactic that, that kicks in to make us procrastinate and not do stuff. Whenever we, we, um, we perceive that our performance will not be as, uh, perfect, I would say, uh, or plenty or at the level of our abilities. So if our performance that we're about to give, we know or we have a feeling that it's not going to be as good as it could be by us not generally but uh versus our uh or considering our abilities then we're going to procrastinate because if we don't get that accomplishment it does not count as uh, our self-worth so if we try something and we don't accomplish it if we accomplish it then it's part of the list and our self-worth is boosted. If we don't get it, if we try and we don't get it, we don't accomplish, we don't, we don't, we don't complete it. Uh, our performance is crap, <laughs> then it hurts our self-worth because we, we expanded the expended, <laughs> uh, the, the energy, the resources, and we didn't get the accomplishment then our self worth suffers from it so procrastination would be a a, a self preservation mechanism to make us when we when we doubt that we can get that accomplishment then we're going to procrastinate in in the mindset that if we don't try we can't fail so by pushing that accomplishment either a little bit further down the road or completely uh off uh, off the track then we preserve the self-worth that we have at the at that moment so in the, in my uh in my book I I talk about that uh, a little bit that dichotomy internal dichotomy where we want something but we associate more pain uh on getting that something. So on the performance, then the pain of not trying at all and not boosting our self-worth. And uh, so it's, it's a little bit of a, a different perspective, but it's based on the same idea that to build our self-worth, we need to do something again. That missing part is coming. <laughs> all right, uh, quick comment. Olivia with a smile. I don't know what's the link. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what, what I would, uh, now it's the, the time of the missing link, <laughs> the missing element that we add on to the self-worth theory. What I want to share is my take, uh, on the, that extra, what, what we would definitely benefit to add on uh, on that uh, self-theory self-worth theory as with the self-worth theory our performance our accomplishments give or should represent our self-worth so the more accomplishments we do the more the higher the self-worth and the more we value ourselves what i would add to that because as, as I shared in the beginning, for, for me, the, the concept is self-worth is based on stuff that we do, on actions that we take. But there's one element or one, I would say, even one word that is really important from my point of view and my understanding of uh, building and boosting our self-worth is taking worthy actions. So not only accumulating accomplishments, but doing or accomplishing stuff, anything that you you feel called to accomplish or to try or whatever, but it needs to be worthy. Like the example I was giving that at first professionally, at first I was evaluating myself. I was giving myself value based on the number of conferences that I was doing, and then I was thinking, like after you know twenty-five conferences, then I can charge uh, money to to people or to companies. After a hundred conferences, then I could uh, I can charge more, or I can call myself a pro or whatever. And there were many people, many colleagues in that domain that that was their their main thing. It, it was. Uh, you know, back 10 years, it was really frequent that you'd, you'd meet somebody, a public speaker, a professional public speaker, uh, that the, that person would say, well, I got, you know, a thousand conferences. I did a con a thousand conferences in the last 10 years, or I did, uh, you know, for them, for the people that did that for a long time, like, you know, several thousands of conferences or appearances or performances or whatever. And it's all about the numbers. Like maybe that those 1000 conferences were crap. (laughs) Maybe they were super boring, but they gave themselves, they put themselves on a pedestal because they did uh, a thousand conferences. And it, it was, it was a regular occurrence. And that's, that's when I, kind of realized, like, I don't, I don't want to do, I don't want to be recognized to make a thousand crappy conferences. Maybe there, there were really good conferences for everybody else. I that's great. I just didn't want to be known or valued for the number of conferences. I wanted to be known for the quality of my conferences that, uh, that resonated with me and that boosted my, my self-worth quick, uh, quick comment, Olivia, I feel as a society, we've become so focused too on instant, immediate, quick gratification that that must play into it as well becomes more about the quantity rather than the quality. Yeah, definitely. We, well, we see that, uh, today, Ten years ago, it wasn't that that bad, but today we see that on uh, social media, it's not the quality of the relationships that we establish; it's the quantity. So, how much, how many friends uh, on Facebook? And I'm, I was victim—well, not victim, but uh, was uh, guilty of that. I started, you know, jumped into Facebook, and then friend requested every single person that I came across just to get the bigger number. I wanted to, at that time, back in, back in the days of Facebook, there were a limit of 5,000 friends. And I wanted that limit. I, want to, I wanted to get to that limit, being able to say to people, like, I would love to have you as a friend on Facebook, but I don't have any room left. <laughs> Like a do a waiting list of friends on Facebook, like you know, that's <laughs> I'm guilty of doing that, and um, but I think I, I got up to like three thousand or whatever, and then at one point I realized, and I, I think it was like a uh, an image or in a movie or an interview, or whatever, that I, I've heard uh, somebody say to to their kids. Uh, their kids were, were moving and the dad was like, uh, he asked the, the, the kids saying like, with all your friends on Facebook, how come nobody is here helping us out to move. <laughs> and it made me realize like it really st- stuck, uh, st- stuck with me and struck me that the quality of relationships that I had on, on Facebook was really, really poor. Like out of 3000, I had, maybe I had met a hundred people. All the other ones were like, just, you know, we had a very, uh, weak link somehow. Like we were part of the same group on Facebook or, you know, we were, we had the same t-shirt or whatever. (laughs) So it. I feel that this happens a lot today. It's all about the number of fans, the number of likes, the number, 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 number. but then if it's, and then add on to that, that mostly on social media, most of it is fake. So it, it, it's all about the quantity, not the quality of the relationships that we're establishing. So yeah, definitely it's something that. Uh, uh, well well, there's two there's two ways at one point everybody gets to that point where that kind of crossroads saying like am i going to go for quantity or quality and that is in any type of endeavor that we can uh, that we can focus on professionally personally uh, you know into relationships into uh, social medias money anything at one point we we need to decide am i going for quantity or am i going for quality and most of the time because it's easier we go for quantity but then at a certain point we realize that the quantity is not fulfilling the quality is uh, uh, you can have quantity with quality too <laughs> but the 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 focus put the, when you put the focus on quality that's when you get fulfilled and that gives you a little bit of a hint of uh, that missing part it's it has to be worth something it has to be valuable for you everybody uh, uh, everybody's uh, perspective on valuable and on worthiness is different what is valuable for me is completely different or probably or maybe is than uh, your definition of valuable that's that's what's missing in the self-worth theory instead of going about with numbers to give myself value on the number of conferences that i did when i switch to the giving myself a value or giving myself a uh, being um boosting my self-worth or building and then boosting my self-worth on the quality of conferences that I was delivering, that was a complete game changer for me. And ironically, when I I realized that, I started giving less conferences because I was more, uh, much more picky on where I was talking and to whom and who was there and the message that I was uh, sharing. and. At that point, that's where my, my message was more, much more heartfelt. It was connecting more with people, and I didn't want to dilute, dilute, <laughs> dilute my message by talking everywhere and having no, no meaning to, uh, to the conferences that I was giving. So the, the worthy part right here, take worthy actions. Accumulate worthy, worthy for you, accumulate worthy accomplishments that will boost your self-worth because, or not because, uh, since, because, because (laughs) Uh, raising your self-worth, raise your self-worth by contributing value to the world. If you're accumulating to accumulate and... What you're accumulating has no value always for you, not for uh, everybody else. It's your self-worth. So it's valuable to you. So if there's no value in your list of accomplishments, your self-worth, the value that you give yourself will not be as high as it could be. So I feel that's the part missing to the self-worth theory. It focuses on numbers. It focuses on quantity versus quality, and it is the quality, it is the the, the level of contribution that you give to the world, that you bring to the table. That's what's going to fulfill you. And by fulfilling yourself, by taking worthy actions that fulfill you, that's where your self worth goes up. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> That's the the mysterious missing uh, missing part <laughs> on the the self worth theory from my perspective, anyway. And uh, the um, and li- link to that another uh, shameless plug <laughs> in my book in two thousand and eight when I wrote that book that the original version I talked about self worth and being. That you you build your self-worth by taking worthy actions. If you only take actions in numbers, more, more, more like the, the ego is calling for, then there's no worth associated to it. Like, uh, you know, you can take uh, anything. I don't have, uh, like, just a, a little bit, uh, you know, uh, of a, a sales tactic, when you sell something, when you sell something to yourself, like yourself, uh, your self-worth you're selling yourself a value level or proposition to yourself, to give yourself value. You need to sell it to yourself. If you don't believe it, then your self-worth, you're not gonna accept it. Then the self-worth is not gonna follow, uh, follow with that. So when you sell something, it's always a perceived value. This lighter, I probably got that for like, uh, less than a dollar. Maybe I think I bought like three for a dollar or something like that. So the value of that lighter, if I paid a dollar for it, this is not worth a dollar. Like the, 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 the elements, everything together is worth less than a dollar. So when I paid a dollar, the company that that sold it to me made a profit, but this lighter, the the capacity or the ability (laughs) for me to create fire and to light a candle is worth much more than a dollar. So when, if you want the lighter and you come to me and I want to, uh, you ask me for that lighter to let go of that lighter. You'll have to pay more than a dollar because I value this more than the the dollar that I paid for. Okay. So it's the same thing for us. If we're accumulating stuff that there are that there they have no value for us, we're we're not gonna care about it. So it's not gonna build our self worth. But when we do uh get, well, get or <laughs> complete or create transactions or create or take actions that are worthy. It, this was worth much more than a dollar for me. That's why I paid a dollar for it. And now this gets uh, my, my, my bag of value. I would say <laughs> this is more valuable to me. So it was a good investment. Same thing goes into our actions. When we take actions that are worthy for us, that create value for us and for the person that receives it, then it, it's, it becomes valuable to us and therefore builds our self-worth. It's by taking worthy actions that are uh, usually simple actions to take, but uh, most of the time it's they're challenging. <laughs> and in that challenge rely uh resides the value if it's too easy then we're not going to care for it but when we're we get challenged and we grow from it by contributing you get something and i get something then i value it and that's what boosts my my self-worth all right <laughs> all right boom, 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 boom. olivia i love that take on it i'm really happy that it resonates with you and now I want to share two ways to actually build our self-worth and it's obviously it's related to taking worthy actions but it's it's uh two specific ways to address even you know if you if you or somebody that you know (laughs) has low self-esteem from their point of view, always it's not, it's not about, you know, I'm not going to tell you, and there's no point for me telling you that you, you have low self-esteem. I I can interpret that, or I can perceive that any way I I want, but it's really it's self worth or self-esteem or inherent or personal value. So it's, it's based on you or the the person that you know, (laughs) that has low self uh, self self-worth then how to address that in two ways, being very specific and it's, it's simple actions, not always easy. And usually you, you should challenge yourself doing those, but uh, very simple in that approach. So the first one, the best way I know to boost your self-worth, to give yourself more value and to accept, to recognize that value is to seek and accept (laughs) responsibility. Responsibility is your ability to respond to a situation. The more responsibility and the bigger responsibilities that you take on Will make you feel. Will fulfill you, and will make you feel worthy of those responsibilities and of those uh, taking those actions. We're always when we when we uh, identify or when we resonate or when we we envy somebody. It's always about the responsibility, the level of responsibility that that person. Uh, Took on or you know uh, carries, so I like the the uh, the the way of thinking that choose your your I, th- I think that's the right word, but anyway, <laughs> choose your burden, choose your cross, and then bear it, and you know carry it. Choose which cross you want to carry. And carry it fully, and that's what—that's how we recognize people. That's how we want to uh, uh, to be like them. That's how we admire them. Is how they how the quality uh, I would say, yeah, the the quality of the the way they carry that cross. So, uh, you know, uh, uh, parents, um, you know, I don't know somebody that started their own uh, business at home and, you know, just keeps on going and going, Uh, you know, uh, could be anything. (laughs) Again, it's, it's super personal. You admire people for a bunch of stuff and I admire them for, for various stuff because it is self-worth. So it's really personal and it's a question of perception or perspective. I mean, but uh, whatever, whatever the, the the cross that they chose they're carrying it and we admire that carrying that cross whatever you choose as your cross to to bear and to carry that's tough that's challenging whatever you choose <laughs> it is it is meant to challenge you and to push you to your limits to your the limit of your the limits of your abilities so your performance or your accomplishment is valued by yourself, is worthy of all the investment that you put in it. And when you push yourself to your limits and you know you push yourself out of your comfort zones and your challenge, and you grow from it and your abilities get higher or bigger, I don't know, better, <laughs> then your performance will respond to that. And your self-worth will grow from it, but it needs to be a responsibility. It needs to, you need to carry something. You need to, you know, pick up a big rock and carry it. And it's not about uh, going through the pain or having pain or suffering or whatever. It's about challenging yourself to grow. When you challenge yourself to grow, when you take worthy actions that take you outside of your comfort zone, that's what you're going to remember. That's what you're going to value. That's what will fulfill you. And that's what will boost your self-worth. I hope that makes sense. <laughs> it really resonates with me. I'm I'm talking about it. I'm like, okay, what, what can I? <laughs> what can i take on what's what what are the the responsibilities that i can take on and you know carry and be proud of them and and uh you know just be recognized for for them you know like the 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 people uh, uh i like the 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 idea the the book that was written by a nurse that was uh, uh supporting people at the end of their lives and she interviewed them and the out of everything that people would regret by the end of their lives it's not about like i I didn't make enough money or i made too much money or whatever it was all about being so i i I wasn't present enough with my kids i didn't spend enough time with my family or my friends or i didn't uh, i I didn't challenge myself enough i didn't uh i didn't uh, take on enough responsibilities like whatever it's always about being and those those actions are worth taking the actions that are that makes us that make us grow (laughs) those are the worthy actions and to grow we need to be challenged so choose your cross to bear and to carry and take responsibility for it and that The actions that will lead you to that and the actions that you will need to take to carry that cross, those are worthy actions for you, from your perspective, and it's going to fulfill you and boost your self-worth. One last point, then we can wrap this up. Aileen. Hey, Aileen. Thank you for, for connecting and, uh, uh, always a pleasure to, to connect with you virtually. Uh, yes, it's important to remember that it's my own responsibility to make myself happy. It's easy to say other people make me feel worthless. Definitely. That's another, that's another twist on it, the responsibility. And I, I talk about that in the, uh, uh, in the, the Sadhana approach, the self Responsibility section. It's the dark blue here, uh, like this, like this. Anyway, self responsibility comes from our intuition because when we connect with our intuition, we get insights. What we get, the insights we get are guidance, guidances to take those worthy actions and to take on more responsibilities so we are fulfilled and we can boost our self-worth. So thank you for bringing that up, Eileen. I really appreciate it. Last element. So how to address a low self-esteem or low self-worth and uh, in specific ways, take seek out actively and consciously seek out responsibilities in whatever calls you when you feel like it's it's your responsibility you have the ability to respond take that responsibility take that worthy action and your self worth will benefit from it where to start with that cuz that can that can mean anything where to start to just like how how where do i start to build or boost my self-worth. I really like the idea. The, the, the quote by Dr. Jordan Peterson is lower the bar. If you don't know where to start lower the bar, it's because you're, you're overwhelmed by thinking too large and, you know, looking at people that you admire for their cross bearing And that is not your cross that is, it might be too big for the moment, or it might be something, it's just not your cross to carry. So lower the bar. That doesn't mean don't, don't do anything or lower your expectations. It means that because when we seek responsibility, it's our ability to respond that we're looking for if you feel overwhelmed is that it's because your ability to respond to that situation is not quite there yet. So instead of looking for big responsibilities to take on, lower the bar until you feel that you can respond. You have the ability to respond to that cross bearing or to that uh, worthy action. So lower the bar and go, uh, take incremental steps. One step at a time, one baby step or one incremental step at a time. There's a great, uh, uh, uh an example that resonates with me is when you go to the gym, you don't show up to the, let's say, uh, you know, to, to the, the, the treadmill and then do like two hours of running the very first day or you don't show up to the the bench press and take on all the weights and try to to lift that it's really incremental if if you go to the bench press and you you can't lift you cannot lift 150 pounds drop lower lower the bar drop the uh no, not on yourself <laughs> lower the bar drop the weights until you can, maybe it's a, uh, maybe it's a uh, hundred pounds, maybe it's 50 pounds, regardless when you, when you, you, uh, you, you test yourself with the 50 pounds and you lift it once, you're going to be so proud and so fulfilled. This is going to take, uh, this is going to give you value. This is going to boost your self worth. Because you accomplish, remember the accomplishment, you accomplish something of value. You got challenged, you challenge yourself. You got it, you accomplished it. However you accomplished it, <laughs> you, know, you did it. And that's, that's a plus on your list. And that will affect your, uh, your self-worth. So go with lower the bar until you, you feel you can do it. And if you cannot, if you try it and you cannot do it, lower the bar again, then you do it. You accomplish that. You take that win. And then next time it's incremental, incremental step to stretch you out a little bit of your comfort zone, to stretch out your abilities, to really understand what you're, 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 you're capable of, because we constantly underestimate ourselves. So you, you think that this is your ability and you lower the bar just there. And then the next time you raise the bar a little bit and you will, uh, quickly understand that you're underestimating your ability might be there. And then incremental step, incremental step, incremental step, every step that you take, every action that you take that is worthy for you will give you a self-worth boost that is in a nutshell the self-worth theory with the little add-on or twist of perspective on it that i feel that we would all benefit to add on to it so i hope that all this resonated (laughs) as i as i always say i feel how you know um the the amount of information and words that come out of my mouth, I feel that it's like a, uh, like drinking from a fire hose on your end, but I know that you're getting it. And I, I, I have, uh, I have faith that, you know, you, you, you got this, you're, (laughs) this is, is a simply a new perspective and new information. And if you need to come back and re reevaluate or reassess or understand differently what we talked about this evening know that the replays are on my YouTube channel obviously if you're watching the replay right now that's a bit irrelevant (laughs) but know that all the all the past uh uh episodes of the shit shit show (laughs) show uh, are on my YouTube channel and the month of May was all about identity so we got four episodes strictly based on identity so we talked about the ego we talked about the self-worth theory and we also talked about how to be you so if you're, you're interested in those uh, in those videos oh, we also talked about the 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 um, uh, the balance between identity building or creating your identity and building a strong community. So uh, the, if you want to revisit those, those are on my uh, my YouTube channel also. So Deanne, wish you all a great week. Thank you again, Ian. Thank you for your presence and participation. Deanne, I really appreciate it. Thank you, Eileen Olivia for all your comments and support. I deeply appreciate it. If you have questions, comments, put them in the comment section below that's how we can interact this is a wrap up for this episode of the chit show where we consciously deepen our inner peace mostly by exploring concepts as we just did I wish you a great week take good care of yourself and I will see you next week month of uh, the month of June we're talking about relationships So we have four episodes of The Chit Show, strictly on relationships, so it's going to be a really interesting one. I wish you the best. Take good care, and I'll see you next week. Namaste, my friend.